Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata with a word about bipolar disorder. In years past, uh, it was called manic depression, but it is the same thing. And my friend Celeste struggles with it. Bipolar disorder is a brain disorder that causes big shifts in mood and energy and activity levels. And we're not talking about the normal ups and downs that everybody goes through from time to time. Uh-uh, no, we're talking about a, a, a flurry of frenzied activity, overconfidence, energy, and then a crash. Just ask Celeste. I can tell when she's in a manic episode. She's so full of excitement and liveliness, full of self-assurance, and she goes overboard, whether it's overspending at the mall or taking on an extra art assignment, Celeste is an artist, or dropping everything to suddenly serve on a missions trip to Central America. When she's in a manic episode, it is even hard to have a conversation. She is just bouncing off the walls with energy and activity. But then Celeste will hit rock bottom, and she crashes hard. I think it's why she's had a hard time developing deep relationships with friends. Understandably, they cannot keep up with her emotions. Her depression episodes have her canceling appointments, forgetting commitments, shutting herself away from the mainstream of life. And those are days she mostly lays on the couch and takes the phone off the hook. Bless her heart. For Celeste, bipolar depression is a nightmare to manage. But I admire her. She really wants to effectively manage her mood swings, and she does try to stay on her medication, despite nasty side effects, and she looks to scripture for wisdom and guidance. You see, psychiatry tends to see human beings as merely physical, but scripture portrays us as both physical and spiritual. Physically, we consist of brain, bone, muscle, and an amazing array of biochemicals, but spiritually, we are made in the image of God. Celeste understands that she can know him and imitate him. She understands and knows the difference between right and wrong. She realizes that the Bible holds her responsible for her moral decisions. Problems in the brain, chemical imbalances, cannot erase these essential spiritual features of human nature, and Celeste realizes this. What brain problems can do is cause our minds to race leave us sleepless yet energetic, and make our thinking chaotic. But notice that these are not moral problems. They are neither commanded nor condemned in Scripture. Problems in the brain cannot cause us to follow our own desires at the expense of loving God. For when God's Word commands us to do something, such as love or listen or obey, it speaks to all of us, even friends like Celeste with bipolar disorder. Of all the things Celeste does to manage her bipolar disorder, perhaps the best thing is she acknowledges her need of God's help. <laughs> that perhaps is the greatest good her psychiatric illness has done for her. Her bipolar disorder forces Celeste to recognize her desperate need of Jesus. And I identify with that. My physical disability forces me to go to God, just like Celeste's mental disability forces her to go to God. Oh, friend, there is so much more to say on this subject, and I just bet you know someone who struggles with this illness. If so, I have an excellent booklet I'd like to send you called Bipolar Disorder. If you have a family member dealing with it, then visit my radio page today at johnnyandfriends.org and ask for your free copy. It's filled with practical strategies and spirit-blessed wisdom, and Celeste, I know, would want you and every Christian to understand more about this challenging disability.